What's new? Shit, man. Nothing really. My boss almost fucking got murdered today at work. What do you mean? Yeah, there was like a pallet of wood, and she like cut it. So like it was banded up, she cut it, and the shit was leaning, and it like side, like half of it fell over. But it was like it was like five hundred pounds, if not more, you know. Oh, damn! Almost ruined her life. <laughs> Almost ended her life. It sounds like <laughs> right. Oh shit! I don't mean to laugh, but damn, that's some crazy shit. Oh shit! I was sitting there. I was like, damn, I could have, I could have got a raise. <laughs> You're wrong for that, man. Yeah, she just heard the wrist stuff, so she sells it. Yeah, all right, that's what's up. The most important thing, self-confidence. Without that skill, we are useless. When you lose sight or belief in yourself, we're done for. What's goody, everybody? Yes, indeed, we are back with another pod, Irrational Confidence. Your boy, Jero. Of course, I got the one, the only DJ J Pounds, a.k.a. Jordan Booth. What's good? What's the deal, everybody? Oh, it's always nice catching up with you, doing the pod. It's good to be back, as always. Uh, got to get into... We got, a, we got a decent amount on the rundown to get through. Um, just want to check in with you before we get started. Everything's good. Uh, yeah, for the most part, you know, can't complain. Things could always be better, but things could always be worse. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, everything's good over here. We're chilling, uh, getting ready for vacation. So, Lord knows I needed a break, so I'm out. <laughs> right, when's your vacation? Uh, tomorrow morning, we are flying to Montana. We're getting out of here. Ooh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that a little earlier. I was like, yeah, I thought you were going out on vacation. I was actually surprised we were doing the pod today, but that makes sense since you're leaving tomorrow. Yeah, I'm leaving hella early tomorrow, but we had to get it in. It's what the people want. It's what the people need. So, you know, we had what, to... It's what they requested. Exactly. So we had to, we had to do it to them. All right, bro. Uh, I did want to talk about your Clippers again. Uh, there's no hating. There's no hating. I'm not. I'm not hating on your squad right now. Uh, y'all just lost game one, uh, tightly contested game one. Um, and I think y'all are going to be all right, but I wanted to ask, what do you think about your chances of making it to the finals? You're a Clippers fan. What do you think about your squad making it to the finals this year? You think that's a possibility? I mean, honestly, before last night, I felt like we were the, we were the favorite. We were the favorite with out of the remaining teams out of the West. I felt like we were the favorite going into it. Um, after that loss, you know, I'm still very confident. It was a home game, you know, Utah protected home court. I think we had every opportunity to win that game. And that is the most, uh, disturbing part about that. And that's what kind of shakes your confidence on the Clippers. Me being a fan or even somebody outside looking in is that, you know, in big moments, you know, sometimes they're leading situations where good teams kind of, you know, put their foot down on other, other teams. The Clippers seem to kind of, you know, fumble the bag in those situations. So. Yeah. Is your confidence shaken going that you got, y'all can make it to the first finals appearance ever in franchise history? You know what? I, I is Paul George top 25 is Paul George a top 25 NBA player? I mean regular is season he? or postseason cuz I oh, overall we have to I mean it has to be it has to be a fluid list. All together is Paul George a top 25 player in the NBA? I mean I'll, I'll give you an easier question. Is Chris Middleton better than Paul George? 
I mean, Chris Middleton's not showing up either right now, right? Uh, uh, you're, Is CJ McCollum better than Paul George? <sighs> it's hard to say. I'll, I'll say this. No, I don't think he's top 25, right? Because if you look at the All-NBA, that's the top 30 players uh, or top 15 players in the league. And I don't think he's obviously not made the top. Uh, he hasn't made All-NBA. He hasn't even sniffed it for the last few years. And I think there's probably 10 more players right outside the All-NBA team that are better than Paul George. So, no, I don't think he's a top 25 player. Okay. Because I just – because, you know, like the – it's a catch-22 because the way we view him – and Kawhi didn't play well last night either. No, he did it. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, if Kawhi plays well and Paul George doesn't at least give me 20 with some assists and steals and and rebounds – Okay, talk, 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 talk about, talk bad about him. But if Kawhi doesn't play well and Paul George is a shade under that, you know, if he's not a top twenty-five player, what's the big deal? That's that's my my takeaway from everything is like if he's not a top twenty-five player, then why are we holding him to the standard of you know a top twenty-five player? Well, I think it's a lot of the way he was um, kind of propped up over the years, right? Uh, that he was a top 25. And I think there was an argument when he was in Indiana that he absolutely was. In fact, not even going that far back. Let's go back to the OKC year, right? Uh, He was in the MVP discussion, right? Finished top five in MVP voting. So, yeah, it just hasn't, it hasn't come together for whatever reason since he's been in LA. Um, And it's kind of hard to explain why. He's had a couple playoff runs now where there's, in important moments, he has kind of disappeared. Um, like, we can't forget that he did hit the side of the backboard last year, but that wasn't why they lost. That was an entire team collapse against Denver. Uh, oh, 100%. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I'm with you. I don't think... I think the way he's been propped up isn't his own doing, right? Like that's when, when you call like someone a bust, right? Like a like Anthony Bennett, right? Like we could all agree he's a bust. But if you think about it, it wasn't his fault. He was selected number one overall, and I think it's the same way with Paul George. I think Paul George, in some manner, has carried himself like he is a top twenty-five player, and you know, um, so I think that could be held against him a little bit. I but- think he clearly thinks he's a top twenty-five player. Yeah, well, I mean, I think most players, you know, <laughs> I would say there's uh, 70 players in the league right now, at least, that think they're top 25. I mean, I think he has a valid argument in an aspect, but it's just like, for me, I think, like, I, I think he affects winning. I think he's a winning player, for sure. Maybe not a star, borderline all-star, but he's a winning player. His defense, his rebounding, his ability to create for himself and others, I think he's a winning player, but I just feel like sometimes I feel bad for him in the way that, you know, obviously he doesn't perform at times and he gets a lot of flack for it, and other times when he plays well, it's kind of just like, well, this is what he's supposed to do. Well, like, it can't be both, you know? No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. It's one or the other, 100%. Yeah, so, Paul, we, we love you. We love you, P. But we, we need you to show up. We need at least 20 a game the rest of the series. Well, he gave you exactly 20 last night. And See, had, but that's not good enough. No, had he given you 25, y'all win that game. So, yeah, he, I mean, he needs to step up. And I don't know what it is about the playoffs, but he just pandemic P, man. He has not been that. In the, he has not been playoff P. You know what I mean? Yeah, not at all. Um. Oh, so since we're, we're staying with LA Hoops, LeBron's changing his number, huh? 
Yes, uh, 23 to 6. So he's going back. Now, there was talks of him doing that this past season, and he didn't. Did, has he given a reason as to why? Um, I have not necessarily seen a reason. A lot of people have said uh, Miami when he was on Miami, he was number six. So maybe Trey's yep. trying to channel a, a younger LeBron, maybe something like that. But I haven't really heard anything, any reasoning on why. And when he was on Team USA, he was number six as well, if I remember correctly. So, um, all right. Well, the thing that it gets annoying about LeBron, and I, I, I am a LeBron apologist. I love, I love his game, but. It's just like the constant need for attention. Like, why does this even need to be a deal? Why do you need to? I come- shot for the middle one. Yes. Why do you even need to come out? It's the playoffs. You're not involved anymore. You were outed. This was the first time he's been uh, outed in the first round. So just like, you know, move in silence, dog. Like, you can announce this before the season starts. Like, this ain't about you anymore. You got bounced. No one, we don't need to hear it. You got bounced. It's over. Your season is over. Go kick it with Drake. Go do your off-season, you know, movies and TV shows. Mumble some rap lyrics that you don't know the words to. Yeah. Get, it, get, it, get it all in. Yeah, we don't need to hear about anything basketball related about LeBron right now. It's not about it's not his time. And I think this is weird for him cuz he always makes a deep run in the playoffs, which is a little underrated about him, but he's always making it to the finals it seems when he's in the playoffs. Um and so with that said, just enjoy your off season, brother. Go go on vacation, go film some movies, film some TV shows, do your thing. Uh Go get vaccinated, <laughs> you know what I mean? And just, like, stop bringing attention to yourself right now. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a beautiful 10-year run, Bron. 10-year run of going all the way to the finals, you know? Yeah. And I, get, I believe that ended what? I mean, I guess his first year with the Lakers, that ended, but, you know? And then to go back to the finals and win it the following year, you know, you've had a great a great great career and i think he's just used to that attention but it is refreshing to not have lebron stephen curry those types of names in the playoffs right now just because there's an opportunity for new people to kind of make a name for themselves i think it's refreshing for the average nba fan obviously i'm a warriors fan and i just love watching stuff so i'd rather see stuff in it than not but um i understand your point you know so i don't know man it's 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 been 10 years without, uh, or it's been 10 years in a row that we've had either LeBron or Steph in the finals. So it's definitely going to be new. So yeah, obviously these finals will look different. It's not something where we've come, become accustomed to, right? Like we're always used to one or one of those dudes being in. So yeah, I think as a whole, yeah, it might be a little refreshing, but that brings me to my next point. Uh, how refreshing is it when it just seems like it's a foregone conclusion that the Nets are going to win the finals? That was that was my next statement. I was like, I mean, I think the Clippers, the reason I think people are kind of championing, championing the Clippers out of the West is because I think that's the team that matches up the best with the Nets out yep. of the West. That's the only team that has the the bigs, you know, the wing players and the point guards, the shooting guards, just the overall talent to match up with them. I think any other team... I mean, the Suns might have a pretty legit shot. And shout out to the Suns because I did just cop that uh, Chris Paul, the Valley jersey in the black. Oh, that jersey's hard. Yeah, I got that. I got that on the way right now. That's shout out to up. CP3. Good, good, good pickup right there. That's a, that's a good jersey. The drip. Yeah, that's that's about to go crazy. That's about to go crazy in July for sure. 
That's what's up. Yeah. I would like to see either the Suns or the Clippers make it, honestly. Um, I think, obviously, Chris Paul is deserving. And I just, honestly, I don't give a shit about the Clippers except for you. I just want I want you to have that, you know, to know what it feels like. Because I, too, was a long-suffering fan of a shitty franchise for years. And then I got to see the mountaintop. And boy, is the view nice from up there, you know? And you just got to get it once in your lifetime. You know, you don't have to get greedy. The Warriors gave me three of them. They've been relevant. And all I ever wanted was my team to just be relevant. Just matter, you know? Just matter in the playoffs, you know? And the Clippers at least have been uh, in the playoffs and around the playoffs and relevant for some time now. So, Yeah, but we've never been out of the second round. Yep, and you need to, y'all need to have that this year. Yeah, we need to get out of the second round, or I think it's it's time to blow up the team. Agreed. Agreed. No, no other no other way around it. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, especially after last year, if y'all if y'all made the Western Conference Finals last year and got bounced, okay, maybe give it, bring it, run it back one more time after this year if you get bounced early. But uh, yeah, there's no way you can bring this team back again. Um, next year, but going over to Brooklyn, you know, I was thinking about this last night and, um, as good as the Nets are and everything, I just, I think this is not, I think this is horrible for the NBA. And the reason being is if you can just throw three dudes together, one dude forces his way out in a pretty ugly way. I don't think, I think even James Harden might admit in an honest moment that, the way he handled it could have been done better. Um, and then these dudes play, what, a total of eight regular season games together? And then if they just walk through the NBA Finals and don't even need James Harden, it's like, what are we even playing this for? Like, if dudes could just, everyone's just going to go to a, a super team. And listen, I was uh, the beneficiary of that when KD came to the Warriors. But if everyone's just going to go do that every other year... And, yeah, and, mountaintop, man. <laughs> <laughs> All your mountaintop talk is from is from the exact shit you hate. Hey, we got one without forming a super team. Yeah, one. The yeah. Eagles got one, got one, two, and we haven't been relevant since we got that one. That's true. That's true. No, but I'm, I am saying I don't... But I didn't think it was good for the league overall with KD coming to the Warriors. I thought the regular season did not matter. The playoffs didn't really matter. The only thing that really mattered was finals because you knew the Warriors were going to be in it. And on the Eastern Conference for those two years where it was KD versus LeBron, you knew it was going to be Cleveland coming out of the East. You know what I mean? I mean, with the Warriors situation, I think, I mean, it's not different per se. It's the exact same thing. But I just think it was more interesting for the outside fan because, like, the way they chased the regular season. Yeah. You know, having having a historic regular season, why, as opposed to in this situation, you know, these guys have not all played together more than – haven't played all together double-digit games. Right. And, right. Look, and look to be, at the worst, gentlemen sweeping pretty much everybody in the East. Like, right. It's kind of tough. Yeah, and it's, it, it's hard to root for those dudes in particular, right? Like, I mean – you could love their game, but you know what I'm saying? Like KD, Kyrie, and James Harden all make it pretty difficult to kind of root for them. You know what I'm saying? Like just the way they carry themselves. Uh, People don't like James Harden. You don't like James Harden? Kyrie and KD for sure, but you don't like James Harden. Do you have a problem with James Harden? I've, I, my, my issue with James Harden is 
up until watching him on the USA squad or this year has just been, I didn't find him fun to watch. Obviously the step backs and all that. He's, he's a nasty player. He's, he's filthy. He's, I would say he's one of the best scores, individual scores of all time. I, I don't think that's even questionable, but I didn't really like watching the Rockets, let's say, right? Like I just did not enjoy that style of basketball. Like throw it over to James Harden, clear out, let him, you know, do his thing or, draw contact and it that just wasn't appealing to me but watching him on the nets has been really really fun um i think where people really started to turn was just the way he forced his way out of houston and i will say i don't blame him for wanting to get out of houston look what that team was when he left you know the team was terrible and you get rewarded for bad behavior nowadays, right? Like uh, throwing a hissy fit and acting, you know, kind of like a punk and not being good to your teammates or your franchise that pays you millions of dollars is incredibly unrelatable to the common man. You know what I'm saying? Most of us could not go into our jobs and act that way. But most of us aren't uh, the top, you know, 0.1% of the world at what we do. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, I feel it, but I also I also think in general that really kind of turned people off of James Harden, how he showed up out of shape and just didn't, was making it obvious he did not care and was trying to get out of there, you know? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think we're at this point we're used to pretty messy breakups. Again, James, I don't think it was a, one of the messier ones overall, but... Yeah, I can see people turning on him in that sense. And he hasn't really played a lot of ball this year either. So, And he's disappeared in the playoffs time and time and time again. So it's made it difficult to root for a dude that does that. I mean, I don't know. I think Kyrie and KD have more personal issues that would lead you not to hate them. If you, if you hate a player, if you're the type of person to hold a grudge against a player for making the decision that's the best for his career, you know, you're probably one of the few. Yeah, I agree LeBron, with you. LeBron switched teams. Kevin Durant switched teams. Kyrie switched teams. Chris Paul switched teams the last three years. You know, once you start to get older, you realize that window's getting smaller and you have to make moves in order to not be Charles Barkley. And, you know, Charles Barkley had a great, tremendous career. And if I had to pick Charles Barkley's career over fucking who's somebody who has like one ring that's not great. I mean, there's plenty of them. I can't think of, like... Um, uh, if I had to pick Charles Barkley's career over Luke Walton, who has probably, like, four or five yeah. rings, and I would take Charles Barkley's career. But, they, again, that's not for everybody, and a lot of people really do play for the idea of winning, you know? And if that's what you got to do to do it, then that's what you got to do. Yeah, and I think we put too much emphasis on the idea of, of winning, right? Like of winning championships like it's the end all be all like you can have an amazing career like chuck and i get why people give him a hard time about it but at the end of the day like just being great doesn't a lot of things got to break right for you to be a champion you got to get the right team around you You got to have the right coaching and yeah these dudes in this modern era have figured out like all right well this franchise doesn't seem to be putting it together quick enough and my career is short so i can't really fault the players for that and i also don't fault the fans who are like all right i'm checking out i don't you know i'm I don't care as much. If these players don't seem to care and they have no loyalty, and I don't think players necessarily should have loyalty to their teams unless their teams have loyalty to them. But Which you know, they don't. 
Which they don't, of course. If I get someone younger, cheaper, and better, I'm going to do that, you know? Yeah, for sure. You have to really, really be, like, you know, one of your franchise best players for them to give you the Kobe deal, the Dwayne Wade deal at the end when you pass your prime, and they're still... I mean, look what Aaron Rodgers is going through right now with all he's done for exactly. that organization. Exactly. And they did him, they've done him dirty. They had a chip. They could have gone and got Julio just to be like, look, man, we really want you here. Or the fact that Dwayne Wade had to go to Utah to get ownership. Well, Miami did want to bring him in. I don't know what the move was behind that. Uh, Pat Riley's alluded to it but without actually coming out, and he still says he's a heat lifer and all this. But from what I understand, there was some stuff put in motion where they wanted D-Wade to do that, uh, to come in as a part, have some stakes in the franchise. But um, Utah also, pro- probably on some bullshit, and Utah was a better option. No doubt, no doubt. I did want to say, uh, going back, I'm sorry to jump back to the previous conversation, but we were talking about your Clippers earlier, and I know we kind of. I want to do a quick run around the playoffs. I know this is a real hoop heavy pod, but uh, you and I both yep. love hoops, uh, and it is NBA playoffs. It is NBA playoffs. So not it, like we're talking fucking game ten, fucking NBA right now. Exactly. You you know what you signed up for if you're listening to this pod right now. Um, I do want to talk about your Clippers. I do think why I wouldn't be totally freaked out if I was a Clippers fan is because they just couldn't figure out that pick and roll with Don Vin, uh, Mitchell last night. They could not figure it out. They kept uh, trying to get Kawhi on him, which obviously makes a lot of sense, but your best defender on him because he was unstoppable in that second half. Uh, and they just couldn't. They just kept setting that high at the top of the uh, key the screen and they couldn't not they kept getting him into switches and mismatches with people that he was just faster than and Zubach played out of his mind and even then you know there was just nothing they could do yeah I mean I want to rebuttal to that Zubach is one of the best centers you could have in today the modern NBA first of all I just want to champion Zubach I know he doesn't always get a hell of minutes for us but that is if you could get a starter for a reasonable amount of money to guard the Joel Embiid's and Nikola Jokic's at times. Obviously, you have to sometimes switch it up because those guys are so great. But if you needed a serviceable starting center, yeah. Zubak is the guy that I would go to nine times out of ten. He's he's too good. He's too good to be so cheap. Now I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Yeah. But, I mean, overall with the Clippers, I think it's really going to come down to rotations. I mean, if you watch that Maverick series, you've seen how much – how many adjustments Ty Lue made as far as far as taking Pat Beverly completely out of the lineup? Yeah, just because he just was no match for Luca. I mean, you have better defensive options. Pretty much every point guard on our team, including Terrence Mann, is a better offensive option over Patrick Beverly. And I think we're gonna have to make similar changes. Right now, we have Luke Kennard in the lineup, who's playing up to that forty-seven million dollar forty-seven million dollar deal that he just signed. But he is a defensive liability. One hundred. If yeah. he's not gonna score thirty off three balls then we cannot have him out there getting broke down on pick and roll by Donovan Mitchell. No Sorry doubt. to say it. No doubt. No, that's a Sorry to say it because it was, it, was, it was pick and roll. We couldn't figure out the pick and roll, but it was really they were switching to Luke Kennard, yep. getting Luke Kennard in the pick and roll, and then Luke Kennard, even with a double team on Donovan Mitchell, is not enough, and he was getting layups. Yeah, it was either Luke Kennard's man setting the screen or Zubac's man setting the screen. And Zubac had a hell of a game, but again, Zubac is a great center. I mean, of course he's got no chance one-on-one with Donovan Mitchell at the top of the key. You know what I mean? Like, most guards don't. So that wasn't a surprise. So, yeah, it was basically that. That was the whole 
uh, fourth quarter, and it you know, and it was still close. So I I, I do think y'all have a legit shot this year. Um, yeah. And Ty Lue's a good coach, man. He's gonna he's gonna figure out that pick and roll. You would think. Um, let's go over the Suns and Nuggets series. I just wanted to ask who you got in that one. I mean, I got the Suns. I think the Suns are a better overall team. Yeah. But I did not. I honestly, there was a point where I didn't expect the Nuggets to get past Phoenix or to get past uh, Portland. I agree. Yeah. So I mean, I could very easily see. I mean, you know, the MVP of the league, you know, taking them over the top. Um, but as of right now, I'm rocking with the Suns, man. Chris Paul coming through with that shoulder injury over the Lakers. I feel like this is a team of destiny, and the only team that's going to beat them would be Utah or the Clippers, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, no, I'm with, I'm with you. Um, and then the one series we have not talked about, uh, Sixers Hawks tied one one now. Who you got coming out of that that uh, series? I mean, good good money is probably on Philadelphia, but I mean, I like I like the way the Hawks have been playing. Yeah, Embiid is is somewhat slowed, even though he's still ha- having thirty to forty point games. But you could see on the defensive end, they're throwing lobs over top over top of his head, and that's Atlanta is built off lobs. You know, right. John Collins, Clint Capella, and Trey Young, uh, Bogdanovich has been playing really well. Yep. So it's it's just all about what happened. It's all about how healthy Embiid is, and then. Do the other cats, you know, the Tobias Harris's, the Seth Curry's, we know Ben Simmons don't shoot, but those type of cats, are they going to step up and be able to knock down shots? Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, I think it'll be, I think it'll be an interesting series, but again, I don't, unfortunately, I don't think it matters. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean, I think Philly should handle them, but again, I don't Agreed. think Philly's a, Philly's Agreed. a match, not a match for the Nets at all. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um... All right, so coming off the hills of the, uh, was it Jake Paul? Lo- Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather fight. Did you even watch it? No. Yeah, me either. I, I didn't really have any interest in it. Um, but I do think there is a, a spectacle around it, obviously, and people are tuning in. Those dudes just got breaded up. Uh, they had a decent amount of pay-per-views, I guess. So um, with of that vein, I wanted to ask you, if you could get a celebrity or like a freak matchup of any choosing, it could be across genres or different sports or whatever. Uh, it could be celebrities. What would it? What would you want? What matchup would you want? Hmm. That's a really good. Like question. I gave the example of like say like mm, uh, Alabama's football team, and I'm trying to think who's the worst NFL franchise right now. Like the Lions. I don't think that'd be close, but let's say like a couple of years ago, the Jaguars, you know? Yeah. Or like the Jets or somebody like that. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. That's a real, that's a real interesting question. I would say the most interesting thing that I could think of would maybe be like, I mean, tennis, the battle of the sexes, you could do it back like, like they did back in the day. Yeah. Where you could take like, you could take like a retired, uh, you know, like a Roger Federer type cat, you know, and put him against Naomi Osaka. Yeah, yeah. Or like, or like Coco well, Golf or something. Federer would destroy Osaka, but I feel what you're saying. Um, yeah, I would like to see like the UConn women take play like a team like Chico State, for example. 
You know what I mean? Like, I like the battle of the sexes. I like that idea. And take take a top tier college women's program like UConn and put them up against a D two men's school and see what happens. I think that would be interesting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like they have pictures of Luca at sixteen playing against the Thunder in preseason. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely opportunities for stuff like that to happen. I think you just got to find them for sure. Yeah, but- like take take like uh, not the McDonald's All Americans. That would be unfair. But like. Yeah, take like a college squad and put them up against a WNBA squad. Something, something like battles, battle of the sexes in that way, but make it where as even as you could. You know, I don't even think UConn uh, women versus like Chico State's basketball team, for example, would be that close. I think the men would roll. But um, yeah, I think if you could figure out a way to make that close. That would be fun. Something battle of the sexes for sure. I'm with you. Yeah, I think I think that's the easiest way to do it. But to go back to your original jump off point about Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather, for me, I think for me as like to be, I've been such a Floyd Mayweather fan when he was really fighting and he was fighting, you know, the Canelos, yeah, the Oscar De La Hoyas. Like he was fighting pretty still premier guys when he knocked out Ricky Hatton mm. at the time, like these guys that were supposed to be able to fucking, you know, take his head off basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, at this point we all know for, for Floyd, maybe I would have had a different taste in my mouth if it wasn't Floyd, but at this point we know Floyd's not doing anything that's not connected to the bag. No doubt. You know? So it's like, for me, it just felt fake. I haven't watched any of these fiascos. I didn't watch Jake Paul knockout. Nate Robinson. Yeah. I, I didn't watch him fight Ben Askren because it just it feels set up. Agreed. Yeah. And I'm a I'm it's a combat gimmicky. sports fan. Yeah. I'm a, and I'm a camp combat sports fan. So I'd rather watch two motherfuckers I've never heard of fight yeah. their ass off. Yeah. And try to kill each other than two random dudes and Floyd, you know, hits Logan Paul kind of good and catches them and holds them up. You know, right. I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather see two dudes really trying to murder each other. I feel you. I feel you. Um, all right. Uh, you mentioned that uh, in the rundown, Pooh Shiesty got arrested. Yes, sir. <laughs> I know we talk about Pooh Shiesty a lot on the pod. Pretty much on Memorial Day weekend, he's facing criminal charges for shooting up the club, allegedly. Uh, he uh, hit a bodyguard in the crossfire, and everything happened because his chain was taken from him inside of the club. <laughs> this was at uh king of diamonds in uh miami florida how many bullets arrested. how many bullets would you imagine have been shot just been fired in some direction because of a chain snatching i mean this is this reminds me of that boondocks episode about nigga moments yeah <laughs> for real <laughs> how many how many lives have been lost because of nigga moments man too many <laughs> How many how many clips have emptied because of nigga moments? You know how many yeah. hands have been thrown because of nigga moments? That's a great point. That's yeah, so. a great point. <laughs> I just thought it was an interesting tidbit. There's not really too much to jump off on on this point, but yeah. I just thought it was a, an interesting topic, a subject of a uh, topic of subject. And he did surrender himself to the police on Tuesday, so he is still facing criminal charges. And I believe he is set with no bail. Oh, damn! Yeah, no bail is cold. Like, yeah, I for mean sure. he's famous. Like, where's he gonna go? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not a flight risk. Bora Bora. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm to carousel with it. I guess, man. 
all right, well, let's stay on music. Are you? What new music are you listening to right now? New music. Uh, the baby, or not the baby, little baby, and uh, little Dirk dropped an album. Yep. Yep. Messing, I'm messing with that right now. Don't know the name of the album off the top of my hands, but I'm listening to that. Um, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Nipsey Hustle lately. It's a lot of old Nipsey Hustle. I don't know why, but I mean, Nipsey's obviously the GOAT. He's still one of those guys for me. The offseason kind of made it back in my rotation. Okay. And then, and then I've been on a lot of old Kanye, late registration, graduation, that type of stuff. That's what's up. Um, that's what's up. The uh, the album you're talking about, Lil Baby and Lil Dirk, The Voice of Heroes. That's the name of yep. it. Yeah. The uh, Voice and the Hero. The voice of heroes, the voice of the heroes. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I've, I've listened to that. Uh, I've been listening to this dude Kenny Mason a lot. Uh, dude, really, really spits. I've been listening to, like some weirdo rap lately that our boy Calvin Black put me on, and there's some fire shit. He didn't put me on Kenny Mason. I already knew him, but uh, AJ Radico that No Mask track goes crazy. Um, check that one out. I'll send it to you after the show too. Um, and then that, uh, this, this group called Paris, Texas, these two dudes out of Texas, this shit goes hard, man. It's so weird. It's like a lot of guitar riffs and they just go crazy. So I'm gonna send you some of that. Um, and then other than that, like, you know, I'm, it's same thing. I've been listening to off season again. Isn't that crazy how quick, like so much music comes out that nowadays you're on an album for like a month at the most. And so much other shit comes out that you're like, you know, already moved on. You know, it wasn't, oh no. It's just I mean, a big part of that is that, again, this music is not music that you lived with, like, you know, like the music we've grown up with. A yeah. lot of the music being made today is not music that's meant to be here for years on years. That's fair. Yeah, that is fair. But I mean, I feel like, uh, Cole tried to make the off season that, you know, and I thought it was a great album, but, um, yeah, it doesn't have the same staying power and we're also older. So we don't connect to music the same way we did when we were, you know, 19, 20, you know what I mean? Yeah. Doing a, going, doing a nine to five will really fucking make you disconnect from a lot of cool shit. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, we're not, we're not, uh, aspiring to murder people and sell drugs you know we're not living that life like we really like go to work every day <laughs> you know what i'm saying but i do aspire for michael b jordan to call my girl she don't pick up that so, yeah same shouts so. to shouts to having a real one you know what i mean <laughs> uh and finally you watching any new tv shows you want to put the people on uh new tv as of right now, really only been on uh, Ultimate Fighter. They brought that uh, that series back on off of Spike. Pretty much just like MMA. I've been watching that. Uh, NBA playoffs have obviously been going crazy. And then uh, have not really a lot of TV shows, but I did catch a couple of Michael B. Jordan movies that Fahrenheit 451, and I did see that Tom Clancy joint. Yeah, what you think? I thought they were both pretty good. I mean, Michael B. Michael B. Don't miss. Yeah. At this point, I can say he—I can truly say he does not miss. Yeah, and the Tom Clancy joint, there was definitely plenty of plot holes, but um, and it, there's corny parts, but it was entertaining, and that's all I ask for in a movie. I don't ask you to be Oscar worthy every time. I just just entertain me, you know. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I watched the uh, the show on HBO Max, um, Mayor of Easttown. 
And I thought that show was really, really captivating. Um, and that's really, other than that, I've just been watching Hoop. I haven't been watching TV shows. Now, I've watched that last week. And it's only eight episodes. Knock that out. I'm not, oh, have you seen Zero, Zero, Zero yet? No. What's about? What's it about? What's it about? It's about uh, basically trafficking cocaine, but it's just cool the way they go about it because it's, it's from it's how it goes like all international so it shows how many different lives are tied into it so it has moments in mexico it has moments in italy it has moments in america you know what i mean like so it just kind of it shows like all different aspects hold on my dog's going crazy give me a second gucci what are you tripping off of wilding out girl All right, my bad, my bad. Oh, you're good. Um, but yeah, no, I would, I would definitely go look for that. It's on Amazon Prime. I think, I think you would be into it. Yeah, I got to check it out. I got definitely got to add something to my, to my day off TV viewing because once the playoffs in, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be toast. Yeah, at least I got a little bit of baseball, but I'm not, you know, you know how it goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need something new. I just finished both those series, so uh, if y'all got suggestions, hit us up. Other than that, man, uh, it's been real, dog. I got to slide out of here. I got to get ready for vacation. Vacation mode is engaged. Uh, for all my friends, all my listeners that have been hitting me up, what's up with Flipside? What's up? You doing latest craze? I am not. I am checking the fuck out, <laughs> okay? Four days of just checking out, and it's probably not uh timed very well on my end because work's going really well and I got shit popping. I'm out, dog. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking out of here. <laughs> nah man, definitely definitely well deserved. 29 straight days of work and stuff, man. I definitely have a have a good time. Safe trip out there. Appreciate you, my brother. Appreciate you about to you. are you gonna come back with some news or or what's the deal? Now, I'll holler at you. <laughs> okay. All right. Y'all stay tuned. Uh stay tuned, people. It's been real. Game over, man.